It's a uh, short part on the parsha. Um, started reading the book of Kisisa, and right in the beginning, it talks about the construction of the not the construction that they made the kiyor. That was the basin for which the kohanim they would wash their hands uh, in preparation to the service that they did in the the, the mishkan in the hamikdash. But uh, so they had this kiyor, and it was made out of uh, copper. And uh, actually in Rashi and also from the Medrash, uh, from Chazal, it seems like there was a question um, between um, Moshe Rabbeinu thought that um, the um, people came and they brought these kind of mirrors. The mirrors were copper mirrors and they donated them, uh, the women brought these mirrors and they donated them to make the copper basin out of those mirrors. And Moshe Rabbeinu had a problem with, uh, with accepting the gift of the, um, of the copper mirrors. And uh, because in those days, a uh, mirror, uh, maybe even today, but the mirror was uh, intended also uh, to uh, perhaps entice uh, for an Avera, to do an Avera. Um, and Moshe Rabbeinu was hesitant to use that in the here with the Mishkan. And Hashem actually told him that actually this is more precious to me than anything else. Because what happened was that when the people were enslaved in Egypt, and uh, they had no interest in, uh, in being with their wives, and they were too uh, tired and, uh, and uh, get too upset, and... Uh, there wasn't going to be a future of the uh, Jewish people, so they would take out these mirrors, so the wives would come to them at the place of work, and they'd take out these mirrors, and uh, she would, uh, the wife would tell her husband, oh, I'm more prettier than you, and then wouldn't she would get him sort of uh, aroused, and that's how they had later on children, and that's how uh, the Jewish people uh, uh, survived uh, in the most difficult circumstances. So why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu was hesitant when we know it was used for Kedusha, for holiness? See, uh, a lot of times when we do certain things, it's obvious that what we're doing is a mitzvah. It's very easy, you know, you daven, uh, you go to pray, you study. It's very obvious that you do a mitzvah. Sometimes um, you do an act, but the benefit or the mitzvah of it is not, is not obvious. You have to sort of... Uh, uh, looking deeper on the surface actually might come across like maybe there's something wrong. Uh, various different examples can be brought uh, for this, but uh, uh, sometimes uh, it's a mitzvah, let's say, to desecrate the Shabbos. Let's say you're saving somebody's life, then you have to desecrate the Shabbos. If you see somebody desecrating the Shabbos, the obvious thing is that he's doing something wrong, but if the purpose is to give somebody life, and not only is it not wrong, it's the greatest mitzvah. You're saving the life of someone. So uh, the obvious mitzvah, on one hand, seems to have more kedusha, more holiness, because it's very, very open that what you're doing is a mitzvah. Sometimes the hidden mitzvah, which means that you have to dig in deeper and discover that there is a mitzvah there, that takes a little bit more. It's not so open. Moshe uh, Rabbeinu thought that for the Mishkan, you have to have open uh, mitzvahs. You shouldn't use any items that are negative, but use it only what's, what's the mitzvah. But 
Hashem says to him that on the contrary, that if you utilize things the right way, that we have on our own days, you know, there is, you know, there is a lot of, there is technology and there is other items which, uh, if not used properly, can be the worst and terrible things can come out of that. But yet on the other hand, if you utilize it in the proper, in the positive way, under the halachic permission, uh, the way it's done the right way, so then even though on the surface it seems that it's made for an avera, it seems like it's made for a sin, but on the contrary you can actually bring about a, a revival of the Jewish world. It's true about every, every yid, you know, sometimes a yid is obviously he's a tzaddik, so you put him in the right category. Sometimes you look at somebody and you say, well, well, this guy is no good because, but if you dig a little deeper, and then you'll discover and you'll see that everybody has really that spark of goodness and holiness within them. It's only a matter of discovering. And if you can discover that and you can bring it about to the surface, then you've actually accomplished more because the righteous person is righteous by himself. But the person that you have to sort of bring out the righteous, you have to help them along and then with more force and with more strength. Shem says, this is more precious to me to go ahead and turn somebody around, turn around the copper that was meant for something, to take a soul and bring him about, that could be a, even a more powerful and a more meaningful even to Hashem, even the one who is a tzaddik. Is Gada